Hello and welcome to CreekCast. I'm Josh. I'm Tammy. And we're glad that you guys have joined us for this Motivational Monday. Tammy, what is motivating you today? Fall is upon us. Fall is upon us. It's fall time. Cooler weather. You know, yes. I got to wear a cardigan this morning. Well, you wore a cardigan this morning because I keep the cold in here yeah, while we're recording. Yeah, you do freeze me out. But it also, it was a little chilly this morning, so I busted out a cardigan. There you go. I'm ready for football. So it goes hand in hand with fall. Yes. yes. Fall, football. I'm ready for some football. I'm excited just to be able to actually have football and watch it and go to it and all of the above. Just yes. football. Yes. Um, so we hope that you guys are being motivated. We know sometimes Monday can be a hard day just to get kicked off, especially with virtual learning and work and just sort of the chaos that is life right now. Yeah. But we hope that this can be a good motivation for you in the morning that Help your day start off on the right foot. Getting our kids back into a schedule and routine after almost half a year. Of yes. The not longest summer <laughs> ever. Yeah. Longest summer ever. Well, we are going to be studying First John 1, 5 through 10 today is where we are at. Um, so John sort of started off last week with the firsthand account of it, you know, and then just how the joy would be complete there at the end and just sort of rolls right into it this week. Um, he starts talking about this message that they've heard from the beginning. That's not a new message, but it's also a new message. Um, actually, no, that's not yeah, yet. Yeah, I was like, that's not that, it. That's, no. that's, that's tomorrow. He's talking about... <laughs> make sure I'm on the right page. Yeah, John does a lot of contrast in um, First John. And in this section, it's darkness and light. And I mean, you know, walking in the darkness is walking in sin. Um, and then walking in the light is walking with Jesus. Yes. Um, it's Christ. It's a relationship with him. And so he's really just goes on to talk about that. You can't walk in darkness and walk in light at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't go hand in hand. Um, and so uh, it's this. And the darkness here can represent multiple different things. It can represent the darkness of this world. It can represent sin. It can represent Satan and how they sort of all go together, but it's different things too. Um, we cannot walk in this lifestyle of sin and call ourselves a Christian. And that's what it is. It's a yeah. lifestyle. It's habitually, yeah, consistently knowing that you're in sin and not <laughs> essentially not caring and just, continuing on yeah it's not this well i've sinned once or i have this struggle there's a difference between struggling and feeling bad for it and then just doing it just to right. do it you know yeah. and that's what it's talking about here it's just this doing it even though you have no regret over it it's like you said that habitual lifestyle that we cannot be habitually in sin and call ourselves a christian it doesn't yeah. go hand in hand um and you know this is the message that I feel like the church now needs to hear is of course the church back then need to hear it too. But you know, there's so many churches now who are saying that, well, this sin is okay, or this sin is okay. And we're, we're not going to judge you based on the sin and no, we're not going to judge you on a sin, but we're going to hold you accountable. That sin is sin. Yeah. You know, we, we don't get to define what sin is. We are not gods. We, we do not have that power. We go with what scripture says is sin. And we cannot walk in it. We cannot lie in it. We cannot practice it. You know, it's like you said, this whole lifestyle that encompasses mm -hmm. us in this. Um, but then he goes on to say, so he does all these contrasts. And then he gives us 
a solution for sin. You know, that it's not hopeless when we do sin. Um, we just need to confess it. Yes. First John 1, 9 is one of my favorite <laughs> verses. And then God is faithful. He is a faithful God. And if we confess our sin, if we agree with him it, in our commentary, it said confess is a compound Greek word meaning to say the same thing or to agree. God wants us to agree that we have done wrong when his word tells us that we have and to cease doing it. And the result is an immediate restoration of our relationship with him. Yeah. And that's huge is that all we have to do is just confess it. And God is the one who will be faithful to forgive us and restore us. We also have to be willing to let God do that too, though. Yes. You know, we can't fight God on the matter of, well, God, I'm sorry I did this, but I want to continue to do this. Right. You know, or I see how you're trying to help me grow past this, but I'm going to fight you on it. It doesn't work that way. We confess and we let God change us. And that's that openness of God being in charge of our life. You know, that's the part of salvation that we talk about, but don't really talk about at the same time of once we are saved, that God is the Lord of our life. Mm -hmm. He is in charge of our life. And part of that is letting him make us a better person. Yeah make us you know, a better Christian and growing us in our faith. And sometimes that's stuff that we don't want to do. It's the same thing with the parent with kids. We want our kids to grow up the right way. And so we do, we're like, Hey, this is our rules. This is right. how we handle it. And this is what you're going to do. And even though they might not like it, it's what's best for them. And hopefully they'll see it later on in their life, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he, in the end here, it says, if we have, have we, if we have not sinned, we make if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. You know, it's the idea that nobody can come through and say, "Well, I've never sinned." Right. That's just not a possibility. Yeah. We all sin on a daily basis. For all of sin, yeah. all short of the glory of God, everybody sins. Yep. But I think that that's really hard, especially in our society and the way that we're going here in America, that people don't want to admit that they're wrong and no. that everything's okay and that. You can make your own decisions and that sin is, you know, you know, essentially irrelevant because there is no right or wrong. Yeah. Everything's a gray area. And that's just not the truth. No, no. The truth is that there's black and white. There's sin and not sin. And it's the idea of, I mean, you and I agree on this, that when we share the gospel, if we come across somebody who's like, well, I've never sinned. Then they are not ready. Then they are not ready. <laughs> if you can't admit that you need a savior, then like. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you being saved from right. if you've never sinned? If you've never sinned. Then... Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. They yeah. don't go hand in hand. And so we have to have that, that confession. You know, we have to, we, it even says here we can't deceive ourselves. Yeah. You know, and it's the idea that we have to be in God's word. We have to follow this truth. Um, it's important for us. It's helps us stay grounded. It helps us in realizing that we need God as our savior. Yes. Well, that is all I have for today. All right. Well, then our prayer request is for hungry. Pray for a recommitment to evangelism, holiness and spiritual maturity within the church. And then a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the custom, coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. 
Oh, did we mention they provide the world's softest prints and the world's softest tees? Go say hi to Carl on sundaycool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And our life's death. Satan wants to keep us out of the fellowship with God. He tries to convince us that it will be very difficult to restore fellowship once it is broken, that God will never forgive us for what we've done. This is simply not true. Christ has already paid the price for all of our sins, and we are no longer under condemnation, Romans 8.1. All that was required for the prodigal son to be restored to his father was to leave the foreign country and return to his father. Restoration was immediate and granted without hesitation. This is the way it is with our Heavenly Father. Fellowship is never more than an agreement away. Is there any sin that you're refusing to acknowledge before God? I agree with God about it today. Turn from it and draw near to Him. He will draw near to you. James 4, 8. Well, that was just a whole other lesson right there. Absolutely. <laughs> well, for this Motivational Monday, I've been Josh. I'm Tammy. Booyah. Booyah.